Greetings everyone. Welcome to yet another episode of Journal of Knowledge podcast. I hope you have gone through our previous podcast episode and found the topic human rights really interesting and informative. Today I'm here with another topic that is COVID-19 vaccines and how the politics has been affecting it directly from the start. As you know, vaccine is the only way or the only tool we have to fight this pandemic and to get out of it being fully vaccinated is quite essential to get back to college get back to work or even having to travel to a foreign country vaccines work they save lives and they help you stay protected this episode is not about criticizing or hurting anyone but rather giving suggestions and how the governments and institutions across the globe can help in fighting this pandemic through va- the process of vaccination and how politics should be kept aside while the fight against covid-19 pandemic with the help of vaccines should go on it was wonderful to listen to you guys who were part of the clubhouse discussion on this topic and your suggestions your points whatever you have spoken has really helped this podcast be quite informative as well as give important lessons to audience on how this issue has been shaping for the past few months for more discussions like these you can join our clubhouse page and there we have discussions where you yourself that is the audience of this podcast speak there give out their suggestions talk about different topics and also let people know what they have to say and their voice gets accumulated and it goes out in the podcast form this episode is also in association with coin card that provides you with durable wallet sized vaccine cards that you can carry with you whenever you travel and it costs you only 149 rupees you can check out more about the product in the link in description vaccine certificates are the need of the hour and of course vaccine certificates are required whenever you travel whether it be interstate or traveling to a foreign country getting back to work going to college and lot more do check out this episode on all the podcast streaming platform read the summary the blogspot page follow us on social media and follow us on all podcast streaming platforms to stay updated with our latest episode and if you believe that you should be participating in more discussions like these do fill in the feedback form join our clubhouse community and of course you'll be notified with whichever meeting we are going to schedule and if you have any queries comments or any feedback please do reach out to us through any feedback that is available through social media or directly reaching out to us as well as for more such interactive informative content do read out our blogs that's available also join our com- uh, have a great time listening to this podcast episode and let me know your feedback
pandemic has started we can see how covid the disease and the virus as such has been a political issue across the globe after that we can see how vaccines have started to become a big political issue across the globe now we can see vaccines being the primary reason for attaining power wealth and dominance and it's beyond borders there are all countries are engaging in this no one is respecting i wrote an article and that was sent as a reference material to everyone and of course i covered a couple of topics in that article and i see a lot of you have uh, got interested in this topic as such and have read through the material i think ashwin you can start with the opening remarks thank you jaram so um, with regard to uh, vaccines and uh, international diplomacy uh, and uh, um, how uh, the uh, how the things are interrelated you have seen a lot of instances or newspapers are being covering it uh, a lot but then uh, even though uh, i am pretty sure that lot of uh, us over here will uh, cover uh, emotions through the discussion but i, I would like to also uh, you know um, point out that there are personal politics that also Uh, involves uh, in um, taking of the vaccines or not um there have been instances where there people have got covid and um and they have been hospitalized with uh, with the pneumonia and it has gone to an extent that they have been they had had uh, near death experiences but due to some political uh, affiliations or um Uh, due to certain conspiracy theories that uh, have been prevalent uh, in this world they have uh, said no to the vaccine and this doesn't end just one person these are thousands or millions of people in this world that exist so, um some uh, uh, as an opening remark i would like to also just uh, speakers to please keep in mind that the personal politics is something that we need to keep is an important part that plays uh, when you are talking to vaccine diplomacy as such because uh, a lot of vaccines have been uh, like jara vaccines have been way of lending a hand has a way of about uh, showing dominance throughout the world but at the end of the day when vaccine uh, should should be administered or there are countries being holding vaccines in this world um, even though there are no proof of it uh, Hoarding vaccines in the world, there are a lot of people who don't want to take it. So that's something that we need to bring to discussion and analyze as to what are the plausible causes to it and uh, go through that too. So that uh, I would like to uh, start the conversation. Uh, start the conversation with regard to uh, vaccine diplomacy. Yeah. Uh, okay. I was just uh, listening to you guys. so uh, like i recently happened to read a like newspaper uh, in today's indian newspaper there is an article about this like uh, like the how unbalanced or and un- like how biased is the supply of vaccine so mostly in the african countries uh, where like uh, the most of the south african countries which are least developed which are marked as the least developed countries those are having around only like uh, Uh, if i remember the marks right it's around only 3 only 0.3% of the people around there are vaccinated when like when we come to the developed countries more than 80 or 50% of them are vaccinated so uh, i see a huge like uh, an imbalance in this and uh, like i uh, i have been reading about this and i know that india have been trying to 
uh, supply vaccine to African countries and other least developed countries. But still, uh, if we uh, we are acting as a major, uh, I know that we are acting as a major uh, supply chain for many of the countries that are smaller islands and also smaller countries who can't afford uh, for themselves. But still, uh, we can see that we need to take it up as a, the India, the India world need to take it up as a major challenge because we need to give and take, like we need resources. So I think we need a balance between all the nations and that can be done only maybe via the WHO already organizations like that. Yeah, that's it. Thank you, Alexi, for bringing out that discrepancy uh, in this world um, where 0.3%, like you stated, uh, where, where the whole of Africa has been vaccinated, while 80% of the most uh, Western, Western countries have been vaccinated. I guess it will be uh, mostly because of uh, mostly because of the fact that uh, there have been a lot of um, you know geopolitical issues that have been taking place. Yeah, um, that that'll be mostly based around the geopolitical issues and even uh, the economic condition of the different countries that if uh, I would like to point it out in a very logical manner. But also uh, the fact that uh, countries which are producing vaccines are also looking for uh, ways in which can be profitable for them too. So in such a way, Africa has been looked upon too. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, they, um, they, may, they might not be able to afford for themselves too. Yeah, they are losing at some point. Uh, it's not. It, it, I would also like to add the fact that uh, even though there have been uh, issues of U.S. aid or maybe aid from other countries which have been reaching countries in Africa, the fact is that uh, uh, there are uh, yeah, there have been instances where uh, loads or tons of vaccines has to be you know uh, dis, uh, disregarded or should uh, should be thrown out because of the fact that they just uh, they arrived a day or two late so the whole problem is also with regard to the logistical issues that have been also existing yeah. uh, there has been an initiative called covax that's international community especially under the who and the united nation they have been focusing to deliver vaccines from developed nations and those countries which produce vaccines to na those nations who can't afford or those who can't produce them. So it has been started quite some time back and it's mainly focused on these nations as you have mentioned, but still that's not adequate because even there are some countries which don't actually start donating to the COVAX assets so that the COVAX can fund or provide them to these countries. Especially we can see it was uh, Joe Biden uh, recently who started funding to COAX. Before that, uh, US wasn't funding the COAX assets. It was China, Indi China, India, and some other nations which are actually funding COAX. Uh, I mean, Co COAX at the end of the day uh, turns out uh, turns out to be a, a loss to a lot of country, uh, a lot of countries as such, uh, because even though it is, uh, you know. Uh, yeah, even though it has been uh, partnered up with UNICEF as a delivery partner uh, and uh, has been uh, you know, partnered with uh, Gavi and organizations like uh, CEPI, uh, the whole po point about delivery and the readiness to accept to these countries and uh, the fact that there's a huge discrepancy on who gets the vaccine in countries like Africa, uh, especially uh, Congo, where uh, there has been no official record as to uh, where uh, how many people have been uh, vaccinated 
uh, where nobody nobody agrees so this is something that uh, even the uh, people who, who even though there is something called aid that exists uh, we need to ensure our organizations like covax has to ensure uh, of um, this too uh, that's what i personally through lebin i uh, you know the herd immunity is something that has come into frame uh, even though Uh, the whole concept of herd immunity is a bit flawed that's something that is coming here and around uh, in the uh, in the whole uh, info def, uh, in the whole um, um, you know the whatsapp and everything that goes around but uh, how true is uh, the herd immunity is the question as to what scientific basis can that provide is something that uh, every it is questioned by everybody around and again um, you know, getting susceptible groups uh, to sus- uh, groups who are susceptible to transmission to take their vaccine is something that we need to look into and it has been looked into by the uh, govern- uh, government and local bodies here um well again uh, the hesitation to take the vaccine is something that uh, i pointed out earlier which um, it may be due to uh, i guess um i guess personal politics or whatever conspiracy theories that uh, come into play i been totally uh, look into that but uh, what uh, i felt really um, you know um, very interesting was the word called infodemic that karthik pointed out where there was a lack of information uh, about um, the lack of information about various vaccines as such uh, and going um, just connecting that link to the number of vaccines that exists and that um, there are uh, there are um, you know gra- gra- there are different vaccines available and people ranking vaccines or you know putting cl- uh, vaccines into classes where some vaccines are um, considered as uh, more better than the other is something that uh, you know is something that actually puts the whole vaccination program in jeopardy so basically uh, at the end of the day yeah, before july even uh, this whole who did not uh, you know consider all the vaccines um, uh, on par with each other uh, and even uh, covax did not before the 1st of july uh, and even uh, even after that only uh, they did uh, you know release a statement of equal recognition in a vaccine so then uh, why i pointed this out was that uh, this whole um, you know finding out people susceptible to transmission and giving them uh, I, i mean asking them to take a vaccine which uh, they which might create some kind of doubt in them uh, and things like that is something that we need to look into so um, that's what the whole infodemic came into um, gave uh, me into my mind you know they have there has been a case of where um, people have been saying covaxin is uh, worse than uh, covishield and uh, uh, even my parents encouraged me to book covishield against covaxin uh, which uh, i had booked uh, earlier uh, and i had to reschedule my appointment later on because i wasn't so aware about all this uh, and uh, so seeing a seeing an earlier date i i rescheduled the appointment also so i really don't know how covaxin affects our body uh, and i i uh, personally believe it's a Uh, misinformation uh, uh, it's a, like a make in india uh, misinformation somewhat of that type so uh, regarding the vaccines i just wanted to pitch in a point that um, vaccines are something which develop on uh, taking months and years and also uh, provided our current 
circumstances we see uh, all our vaccines coming up uh, within a matter of months and that kind of fast tracking all the production and supplies so uh, there is this constant debate now going on between uh, which is better and all so a few months back it was said covaxin is kind of more that um, it's showing more efficacy in comparison to coaxial now again uh, a turn of the same uh, so that's the, that just keeps on changing i think so i just i did have a conversation uh, with a doctor regarding the same so he also told me the same thing they all rely upon certain studies like uh, say lancet and so on so uh, the problem here is no one really knows um, totally about how this thing works because trials are going on so all we could do is just trust upon the given data provided to us and uh, uh, vaccines are surely uh, not just a matter uh, limited to this medical sciences it is getting expanded on many levels it's, um, it's got a it's it's in, it's got an impact over the geopolitics it's got an impact over the, the nationalism it's been used for um, framing certain foreign policies just like with the case of russia and china how they use the opportunity to uh, extend their vaccines uh, to other countries um, uh, the, the timing of uh, on which they kind of extended that help uh, when at the same time us and uk were all concentrating upon uh, vaccinating their country and which is pretty much understandable so uh, there is always this lot of plays going on regarding the vaccine as well so a point that i just wanted to mention here was regarding the uh, vaccine passport so it, that's gaining a lot of popularity and there is a lot of discussion going on be it through social medias and so on how uh, good is that idea well certainly the idea is really good but the problem here is just like how um, previously um, some of you stated who gets it how many gets it that's a very serious question there is clear case of disparity uh, be it in terms of production or beating terms of the supply who gets to afford it there are um, there are plays uh, plays by private uh, players and so on Uh, even if uh, governments use it for uh, an electoral advantage during the election campaigns and so on they do give you a lot of promises regarding how they are gonna uh, help in this vaccine distribution and so on we don't really see it to be really realistic or they aren't being really realistic about it even they are facing a lot of challenges be it in india the states are kind of of struggling to get their share uh, for vaccines as well because the center is controlling it so um, so when these kind of real issues uh, stay in front of us practical difficulties stay in front of us it's pretty uh, difficult to say vaccine post passport is uh, is the best approach or best idea that you can have right now provided there are clearly uh, certain western countries uh, be it us or uk with comparatively less population but uh, they are going to get almost most of them vaccinated so the, the tourism industry is clearly going to flourish but again that's going to be biased so that bias is something very uh, clear in with this regard so um, yeah
just the be it um, with a case of distribution uh, or uh, a supply happening in one country it is going to affect the whole world because uh, when we are talking of us uk also it's important that other countries also get vaccinated uh, because in one way or the other one day they are going to face the repercussions repercussions for the same so this is a world issue after all so we we do need more kind of cooperation and more kind of understanding on a global level i think i'll just start with uh, libin's point like what's the difference between covaxin and uh, covishield so at first it was covaxin which was delayed in publishing its uh, reports or the end reports regarding efficacy and lot of things like that so there was apprehension that um, there is some thing that's going on behind and that's not known to others for us covishield as we know it's internationally approved vaccine so that's also a important difference if you want to go to a foreign country you want to cross to another country you want to migrate to another country so covishield will help you better than covaxin because it's not even uh, like covishield is who approved whereas covaxin is not so that difference is automatically there and also um, coming to the vaccine hesitancy as we can see the us which is one of the most progressive the most developed country it is having the highest vaccine hesitancy in the world its vaccination rate has been stagnating for the past one or two months and we can see that's divided on the left and the right as uh, i'm just quoting what i heard from the news as such coming to what's happening on the right so the right believes that it's your choice like if you want to vaccine or not or you want to take vaccine or not it's your choice that's what the right believes while on the other side left is more concerned regarding how vaccine affects your body is it going to give any side effect is it going to create some infertility issues and lot of misconception that's running behind that's the partisan issue regard divided the partisan divide regarding vaccine hesitancy in the us and even now we can see lot of channels and debates going on why you should take vaccine and on the other side we can also see why you should not take the vaccine why is the government pushing so much regarding vaccination and also we can see that the delta variant which was first discovered in india it is the dominant strain across the globe and we are seeing a pandemic of the unvaccinated in the us just as cdc claims to be so we can see lot of unvaccinated people are being affected in this particular wave that is the third wave as such and just like fatima just said it's a lesson that us and uk failed to understand that is because they hadn't provided much vaccines to other countries now their countries are facing a threat that is coming from a variant which was started in some other country so that's gonna keep happening as long as the entire world stays unvaccinated just because one country becomes fully vaccinated doesn't mean that threat of pandemic as such is over and also coming to months and years of vaccine development i think a lot of vaccines as such their studies and research has been starting from the time of the sars from there they have collaborated lot of companies lot of research institutes have collaborated and they have come forward with the vaccine as soon as possible especially it's important that we control this pandemic even though the disease might persist across the 
grow for a long period of time i think that's the most important thing right now especially just like early been said importance of herd immunity and we need to control this pandemic yeah just adding to what uh, jaram was talking about uh, with regard to uh, you know uh, why people are divided i guess uh, it is a personal choice obviously uh, where uh, as developed nations um, like us have uh, you know highest stagnation rate uh, that um, you know the highest stagnation rate throughout the world and uh, it just shows that uh, you know uh, there are countries still not caring about others the whole concept of vaccination doesn't you know um, particularly uh he is is not particularly heeded by uh, people in that country as such where um you know discussing here would be uh, quite uh, you know beating the empty drums uh, as people would put it but uh, my question is um basically uh, pointed with regard to fatima's point where the vaccine passport was something that uh, was put forward in this discussion uh how valuable the question would be as to how valuable is a vaccine passport how uh, you know effective is it with regard to uh, vac- uh, you know vaccination how effective is it to control the disease moving from one country to another uh, I, i mean as everybody knows you having the vaccine doesn't mean you don't get the disease but uh, with uh, um, you don't get the disease but at the end of the day uh you know there's whole um, you know a lot of countries like australia and new zealand are still not open their um doors to foreigners uh, for so things like this as even uh, france and um, uh, eu countries so a lot of things are like this uh, even though they have uh, accepted covid shield and people who are vaccinated uh, there are a lot of things that uh, you know you need to look into with regard to the vaccine passport uh and again um in those countries uh, i'm talking about well our countries where most of our students over here uh, uh try to move uh, for a better job opportunity and things like that uh, i mean um, what is the guarantee that um, you know because of lot of anti vaxxers there just like uh, jaram stated in his point uh is it something that um, you know is morally right or is it something that uh, gives us that approval that we are not going to get the disease or things like that or we are not going to be blamed like the chinese did back in the uh, uh, back in the day when the uh, all the asian uh, there was targeted hate against the uh, asians uh, uh, something like that will not happen to us so that's something that comes into your mind when vaccine passport and the whole question comes into uh, play so this is what i have to uh, add as such and with regard to w yeah so that's what uh, i would just like to add and um with regard to who ap- approval uh, why is covaxin taking too much of uh, time as such and um, uh, why uh, why is it being uh, you know uh, portrayed or why is it given to people if it is not approved as such and uh, uh, things like that there are a lot of questions that we need to ask uh, we need to ask ourselves and find answers to to this discussion uh, i put it i put forward the questions to all of you to ask I think just uh, starting from what Ashwin has stopped. I don't think um, taking vaccine or choosing vaccine is a personal choice because it's about humanity and it's about getting out of this pandemic. And when you are taking a vaccine, you are not just protecting yourself but also you are protecting the community asset. So I don't see why people should hesitate to take vaccine just because I don't want it. It's a commitment that you should do. And also, I don't agree to the fact that. 
similarly we have seen the anti mask people who say like um, wearing mask is a choice and uh, it's my body it's my right but understand that when you are wearing a mask you are not only protecting yourself but you are protecting the people around you so vaccine is also similar to that i'm not supporting forced vaccination but the government must be able to convince others why you should be vaccinated or how you should get vaccinated as soon as possible and also like one point which i missed so it was a, a recent statistics in the us were the blacks and other people of color were actually uh, like they haven't received vaccines or they haven't been as immunized as the other population especially the wealthy the rich then the whites as such one of the main reason cited was the earlier discrimination uh, before world war 2 especially when the researches were going on in the us blacks were used to experiment medicines vaccines and all these so that part has been continuing even now or at least i should say um, it's in the minds of the people as such so even that fear and those things has to be removed by the government as such if not the government then who else will take that initiative i think that's a, an important question as such besides like we don't know much about the long term side effects of vaccine true and uh, i read somewhere i don't know if it's right like the deaths caused by covid is much less than death by common cold so like wouldn't a proper diet and exercise be more than enough to combat this like and forcing people to take a vaccine under like you know then like we don't know the long term side effects like and it's still an experimental vaccine so like i don't think it will be good to force people to take a vaccine so uh, it's true that uh, we don't know the lo- uh, long term side effects or anything like that but understand that if we allow a particular disease to spread through a population even if the population is immunized or there will be certain sections which are un immunized like those who didn't take the vaccine so the disease will spread through that population and you will get lot of variants so these variants keep on generating and they may make the disease much harder much intense and easier to spread just like we know delta virus which is the most intense right now so in that case we can't take a risk of not inoculating people or not vaccinating people just because there might be side effects which we don't know which might appear in future as such so i don't buy to your point that people should not be vaccinated right now otherwise we will be we will be seeing something like what's happening in the us right now the entire unvaccinated population will be facing a big intense wave like what we are seeing now fair enough that makes sense but you know like the risk are, risk is way too high right like why should i allow a foreign particle to enter my body you know it has the ability to change my dna or that is true yeah. i don't know if anyone else can respond to that i don't think it can change your dna or anything like that i don't know if that's what vaccine works vaccine generally uh, in introducing weakened virus or maybe it can be of covid or it can be of sars or it can be of even common cold and it will generate it will help body generate antibodies against the disease i think that's what vaccine do and i don't think it will change your dna or anything like that i don't know if, how far it is right uh, they are discussing about the whole thing in us right so 
basically what happens is um, the people who are unvaccinated in US are mostly uh, people from the Midwest, right? People from places like Alabama, Missouri. These are mostly places where there are orthodox, um, conservative Christians living, mostly. So um, these are people who live with large plots of land without much um, interaction between, as in, these are not people living in crowded places. So that's one of their biggest arguments on why they shouldn't get vaccinated. And they also believe that um, the way in which CDC is handling the whole COVID thing in US and um, how officials like, you know, Dr. Fauci, um, uh, where they feel like people like him, they're actually manipulating facts and they're not pushing forward a single thing, right? As in, they change their opinions or they change their statements every following week or something. So basically they believe that it's their freedom to choose whether they should get it or not. So um, in my opinion, I think in a country like US, it's totally fine, right? Because um, they have much better infrastructure than the rest of the countries. Uh, even if a good number of them gets um, the virus, um, gets affected by the virus, then they still have a healthcare system that can support them. But in India, I think the problem is not just people dying because of the virus, but people dying because they don't get proper access to healthcare. That's what we saw in Delhi, right? A lot of people died because they did get oxygen or they didn't have hospital beds or they didn't get access to ventilators at the proper time. So in a country like India, it's not your choice. All right, because if you don't take the vaccine, you're basically being a, what do you say? Uh, you're basically creating a, a structural collapse, if that makes sense. So uh, again, uh, coming to countries, uh, the disparity between the developed and the underdeveloped countries, right? So in Canada, uh, Canada is a country where a good number of its population is vaccinated, but they still love the. Yeah, so for um, every, every one of you who was uh, here, I'll just uh, revise what Navneet was saying till now, till he comes back. So uh, what he said was um, with regard to the freedom freedom to choose whether to, whether to have a vaccine or not, uh, uh, Navneet specified as to it depends upon the uh, health infrastructure in, in different countries, uh, where he particularly brought up uh, brought uh, ahead of the examples of U India versus USA, where in USA, the, uh, the health infrastructure is much more advanced than the ones in India. And that gives um, that gives a choice to other uh, citizens in USA to uh, to take the vaccine or not. While in India, uh, the health infrastructure is so fragile that uh, it your choice uh, not to take your vaccine, uh, should you choose uh, to not to, would uh, you know cripple the infrastructure as such, and then uh, he did talk about the disparity. But uh, at the end, uh, we lost him, and uh, you know um, the disparity between developed and underdeveloped nations. Yes, Navneet, are you back? Okay. Uh, regarding vaccine politics, I remember reading an article yesterday, like uh, how uh, there is a disparity when it comes to distribution of vaccines all over the world. I don't know if someone has uh, discussed them already, but yesterday this was uh, the article which I read.
said it was you know, specifically talking about the african countries they are most most of the cases they are the last ones to get the uh, vaccines so uh, the context here was that uh, pfizer is uh, um, creating a, uh, a plant in south africa so that they can distribute exclusively to africa but uh, the takeaway here is that um, the uh, uh, plant would be uh, uh, dealing only with the final stage of manufacturing of the vaccine so the uh, previous uh, the earlier stages of ma manufacture would be done in us or europe and the final stage would be uh, done in south africa so again that would take around 2022 something for this plant to be fully functional and while the rest of the world would be uh, going ahead in vaccines we uh, uh, sorry the africans would be in the uh, uh, back seat so uh, uh, vaccine disparity is a reality all over the world uh, maybe pfizer has taken at least someone has taken a step now but uh, i guess uh, more should be done actually the uh, gavi and covax programs they could have worked up on a bit more okay uh, maybe in my personal opinion uh, but uh, i don't know maybe because of the pandemic stress or something maybe people were uh, uh, scurrying those who had the resources they were scurrying to get the vaccines earlier i think um we can talk about the patents issue if anyone else has the points or you know wants to speak in future because i'll forget that topic that's why i just said right now okay so i'll just explain what like how it works so only few companies in this world have the right uh, the ability or say the patent to create vaccines so say like if serum institute wants to sell five a vaccine it has to take a patent otherwise it can't manufacture them so there were a few developed countries especially south africa india china those wanted to have a patent waiver on covid-19 vaccine so that any company in the world can produce any vaccine so that the entire process can be speeded up otherwise what will happen is when other small small companies want to manufacture these vaccine they should have to take patent that might be costly it might be time consuming it might take lot of time and all especially we can see serum which is the world's largest vaccine manufacturer it has took patent from oxford astrazeneca to manufacture covishield so just like that lot of small vaccine companies will have to take patent and that might delay the process such so i think uh, let's discuss that also while you can speak what or you want your opinions on other topics too I mean, just yes, Jaram, that is really important that we need to discuss. But just um, you know, uh, pointing out uh, to what Nafi said, uh, as Lakshmi had mentioned about the disparity of vaccine availability in Africa uh, in the beginning of the discussion. Um, yes, uh, Africa is affected, and um, there are different. Um, Uh, the, uh, like the plant which was going to be put up in SA, there have been no sufficient, you know, uh, uh, sufficient efforts by organizations uh, to do it. But uh, at the end of the day, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't really look, um, it doesn't look uh, very positive for Africa as such, uh, because there are a lot of tourists who are going to Africa as such, and the whole economy is uh, mostly the economy in certain African countries is based on. tourism and it 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 hit it hit hard uh with regard to the economy of that particular area and uh, this might uh, at the end of the day even um looking around we see africa is a bit behind uh, from the rest of the country and uh, this pandemic may even pull africa um a bit be, uh, more behind than ever 
and uh, this is a really grueling issue where um you know it can turn out to be the um uh, turn out to be the next uh, next um, um you know um, next breakdown of the economy or uh, some major issue can happen there and that can be seen as uh, a very uh, you know very uh, very you know red area or somewhere where you can you know it's prone to a lot of disasters or polit- uh, political uprisings in the future as such so that's something i guess we need to discuss too uh, since nafi and nari lakshmi brought it out in the discussion so i just had to put it out there yeah i basically had a doubt uh, regarding we mentioned about the vaccine pa- passport right it is actually a uh, prove that we a person or an individual is immune enough to enter another country a foreign country right yeah, yeah. and also the problem with this vaccine passport is that only certain vac- uh, vaccines are approved as such say like the oxford one is approved but not in all countries and also co co vaccine is not approved at all in uh, like globally as such okay uh, so uh, earlier during the discussion we mentioned uh, regarding like uh, i i agree with the fact that we need a cooperation worldwide uh, to like uh, to bring this pandemic down but at the same time uh, it would be better if uh, people who are affected like uh, if nations keep a, a restriction or they demand a proof that the people who enter the na- like enter their uh, country is not affected right i like i agree with the fact that uh, we need a cooperation worldwide to bring this down together but at the same time uh, if people who uh, aren't like vaccinated or, or who are prone to the disease enter a nation and uh, people who are also also healthy in that particular nation might get affected or they might get another variant right yes yes that's the fact or that's true, the true. reason why vaccine vaccine passports exist that's and true. also um, eu eu had a plan like a green list were uh, people who had certain vaccines like pfizer moderna johns johnson then oxford like they can enter if they have taken both the shots and they can freely visit any country without any issue so that's also the scenario guys so i am thinking like so the restrictions of uh, traveling to countries will be effective to reduce the spread of uh, covid-19 um and then the this is a when i uh, the the mantra is always like uh, being the home so um so that's the thing we have to do so i am not sure uh, can you anyone explain the uh, which topic i think if you want you can speak in malayalam too so okay. i'll just okay i'll just tell you in brief regarding what's the topic and what we expect from you as such so code mm-hmm. vaccines and especially the distribution the manufacture and everything regarding that has been quite controversial and political from the start not only so it has been controversial from the start and it has been the main reason for companies slash countries attaining power wealth and dominance across the globe and so we are discussing how it has hindered the vaccination processes or has it helped the vaccination process in any way we discussed a lot about different countries europe usa we discussed about asia we discussed about africa so 
are looking to new points and it will be great if you can say any particular perspective any specific example or anything like that covid the case regarding your vaccination the us pole illa main dominant countries nammala vaccine store idu vekkunnathu orikkala helpful aanu enikku thonnilla so ആസെല്ലോ നമ്മുടെ കൺട്രിയിലുള്ള മാനുഫാക്ചറിംഗ് തന്നെ ഫോക്കസ് ചെയ്യുന്നതായിരിക്കും കുറച്ചും കൂടി ബെറ്റർ എല്ലാവർക്കും അറിയുന്ന പോലെ തന്നെ മാനുഫാക്ചറിംഗ് നമ്മുടെ കൺട്രിയിൽ തന്നെ ഏറ്റവും മാക്സിമം കൂട്ടാൻ പറ്റുന്ന രീതിയിൽ കൂട്ടുക ഡിസ്ട്രിബ്യൂഷൻ ഫാസ്റ്റ് ആക്കുക കാര്യങ്ങൾ ശ്രദ്ധിച്ചാൽ തന്നെ നമുക്ക് മെയിൻ ഫോക്കസിലേക്ക് ഏറ്റവും പെട്ടെന്ന് ഏറ്റവും കൂടുതൽ ആൾക്കാർക്ക് വാക്സിനേഷൻ എത്തിക്കുക അങ്ങനെ ചെയ്താൽ നമുക്ക് എത്രയും പെട്ടെന്ന് ഈ കോവിഡ് ഈ പാൻഡമിക് പാൻഡമിക് മാറ്റാൻ പറ്റുമെന്ന് വിചാരിക്കുന്നു പൊളിറ്റിക്സ് വരുന്ന സമയത്ത് ഉണ്ടാവുന്ന കുറച്ച് പ്രശ്നങ്ങൾ നമ്മള് കോമൺ ആയിട്ട് ഇപ്പൊ കണ്ടോണ്ടിരിക്കുക വാക്സിൻ ഹോൾഡ് ചെയ്ത് വെക്കുന്ന ഹോൾഡ് ചെയ്ത് വെക്കുക അങ്ങനെ കുറച്ച് പ്രശ്നങ്ങൾ നമ്മൾ കാണുന്നുണ്ട് സോ എന്റെ ഒരു അഭിപ്രായത്തിൽ ഇതാണ് നമുക്ക് പൊളിറ്റിക്സ് മാറ്റി വെക്കുക ഏറ്റവും പെട്ടെന്ന് കൂടുതൽ ആൾക്കാരിലേക്ക് വാക്സിൻ എത്തിക്കുക സോ ദൂഷൻ എത്രയും പെട്ടെന്ന് എല്ലാരും എല്ലാത്തേക്കും എത്തിക്കുക എന്നുള്ള രീതിയിൽ കാട്ടും ഇറ്റ്സ് മോർ അബൌട്ട് മേക്കിംഗ് മോർ വാക്സിൻ സോ മേക്കിംഗ് മോർ വാക്സിൻസ് with regard to the whole uh, uh, trip uh, the trips being there and the us um, the us law that exists uh, with regard to the us sorry not us law the us agreements that exists with regard to uh, with regard to the patents and all that um, th- there has th- there is according to trips um, a country uh, can basically access uh, the us pa- uh, the patents uh, of vaccines and all that in a national em- uh, national emergency or a um, recover that we are seeing right now but the question is as to uh, if a uh, company takes the uh, takes a particular um, vaccine uh, and then vaccine that patent at the tower is on that on dark one just say india takes it from the usa then uh, what happens is we have to pay a particular a particular and uh, we have to pay a lot of money even though it is in the uh, in the state of national emergency and the matter international law allows a particular country to access that alangi uh, you have to pay to that particular uh, country to it but then even ee particular country pays ida polum or compensation ee country ki kodukanam with regard to using it even during a national emergency so the actual debate is as to itrey or situation aayittu polum കമ്പനീസ് ജോൺസൺ ജോൺസൺ അല്ലെങ്കിൽ ഫൈസർ ആർ ആക്ച്വലി ഗെറ്റിംഗ് മണി ഔട്ട് ഓഫ് ഈ അണ്ടർ പ്രിവിലേജ് കൺട്രീസ് ഫോർ ബേസിക്കലി യൂസിംഗ് പേറ്റൻസ് ഫോർ മേക്കിംഗ് അത് അത് സത്യം പറഞ്ഞാൽ അത് അലൗഡ് ചെയ്യപ്പെടണോ അല്ല ഷുഡ് ഇറ്റ് ബി നോട്ട് ബേസിക്കലി ഇപ്പൊ ഒരു വേവർ ഉണ്ട് ഫ്രം ഫ്രം യു എസ് എ ടു യൂസ് വാക്സിൻസ് ആ സച്ച് ബട്ട് ഈവൻ ദോ ആ വേവർ ഉണ്ടെങ്കിലും ദ കമ്പനീസ് ഗെറ്റ് എ ലോട്ട് ഓഫ് മണി ഔട്ട് ഓഫ് ഇറ്റ് അത് ഷുഡ് ദാറ്റ് എക്സിസ്റ്റ് ഓർ നോട്ട് എന്നാണ് ക്വസ്റ്റ്യൻ വരുന്നത് ശരിക്കും പറഞ്ഞാൽ അവരൊരു പ്രോപ്പർട്ടി നമ്മൾ യൂസ് ചെയ്യുന്ന സമയത്ത് തീർച്ചയായും അവരൊരു പ്രോപ്പറൈറ്ററി ബെനിഫിറ്റ് അവര് എടുക്കുന്ന ചാൻസ് ഉണ്ട് സോ അത് പാൻഡമിക് സമയത്ത് 
നമ്മുടെ ഗവൺമെന്റ് അനുവദിക്കാൻ പാടില്ലായിരുന്നു എന്നാണ് എന്റെ ഒരു അഭിപ്രായം സോ അതിലേക്ക് വരുന്ന സമയത്ത് ഈ ഒരു വാക്സിന്റെ പ്രൊപ്പറേറ്ററി ലൈസൻസ് അല്ലെങ്കിൽ അതിന്റെ ഒരു ഒരു പെർസെന്റേജ് നമ്മൾ ഇവിടെ മാനുഫാക്ചറിങ് സമയത്ത് അവരെ അഗ്രിമെന്റ് അനുസരിച്ച് സോ ഗവൺമെന്റ് ഗവൺമെന്റ് എത്രയും പെട്ടെന്ന് വാക്സിൻ മാനുഫാക്ചറിങ് തുടങ്ങാൻ വേണ്ടിയിട്ടായിരിക്കും ശ്രമിച്ചിട്ടുണ്ടാവുക സോ മേ ബി രണ്ടു തരത്തിൽ ഇത് അഫക്ട് ചെയ്തിട്ടുണ്ടാവും പെട്ടെന്ന് നമ്മള് മാനുഫാക്ചറിങ് നമ്മളെ ഈ ഇന്ത്യ പോലെയുള്ള ഇത്രയും മാനുഫാക്ചറിങ്ങിന് ഇത്രയും പറ്റിയൊരു കൺട്രി അവർ യൂസ് ചെയ്തതായിരിക്കാം മേ ബി അതല്ല അഞ്ചു ഞാൻ പറഞ്ഞ എന്താണെന്ന് വെച്ചാൽ നമ്മുടെ ഇപ്പോ വാക്സിൻസ് ഉണ്ട് ഓക്കെ നമുക്കിപ്പോ ഉണ്ടാക്കാൻ വേണ്ടിട്ട് വാക്സിൻസ് ആകെ ഒന്ന് ഒന്ന് ഉപയോഗിച്ചിട്ട്ഇറക്കി But the, uh, if, uh, I mean, the actual question is whether uh, we have cash or not. Then I will add another point. Because now, we have all countries in India and all countries in India. Right? Just imagine, if we have all countries in India, we don't have all countries in India. Then, there is no other country in India. So, there is no other country. അപ്പൊ അത് നമുക്ക് പ്രിവെന്റ് ചെയ്യാൻ വേണ്ടി എന്തെങ്കിലും ചെയ്യാം അങ്ങനെ എന്തെങ്കിലും ഒരു അഗ്രിമെന്റ് അല്ലെങ്കിൽ ഒരു ഉറപ്പ് മറ്റ് പേറ്റിന്റെ എടുക്കുന്ന കൺട്രി കമ്പനിയെ നമുക്ക് എടുക്കുകയാണെങ്കിൽ നമുക്ക് ഈ പറയുന്ന ഈ കോമ്പൻസേഷൻ കൊടുക്കാതിരിക്കാൻ പറ്റും ആയിരിക്കും അല്ലേ അങ്ങനെ പറയാൻ പറ്റുമോ നമുക്ക് പറയാൻ പറ്റില്ല സത്യം പറഞ്ഞാൽ നമുക്ക് അങ്ങനെ ഉറപ്പ് പറയാൻ പറ്റാത്ത കൊണ്ട് ആണ് ഈ കോമ്പൻസേഷൻ വരുന്നത് എന്നാണ് എന്റെ ഒരു ഇറ്റ് വിൽ ബി മോർ ഓഫ് ഐ പി ആർ ഡിബേറ്റ് റാദർ ദാൻ മിയർ വാക്സിൻ ഡിബേറ്റ് സോ ഇറ്റ് വിൽ ചേഞ്ച് ഇൻ ടു എ ഡിഫറെന്റ് കോഴ്സ് ഓർ എ വേ ആസ് ഐ ഡോ നോ ഇഫ് ലൈക് വി ഷുഡ് മൂവ് ഇൻ ടു ദാറ്റ് ഇഷ്യൂ ആസ് ഒരുമ്പോഴേക്കും അവിടെ പേറ്റന്റഡ് അല്ലാത്തൊരു കാര്യമാണ് അത് വേറെ ആരും പേറ്റന്റ് ഉപയോഗിക്കാതിരിക്കാൻ വേണ്ടിയിട്ടുള്ള മെക്കാനിസംസ് ഉണ്ടോ എന്നുള്ളൊരു ക്വസ്റ്റ്യൻ ആണ് നമ്മള് സത്യം പറഞ്ഞു കഴിഞ്ഞാൽ അഭിമുഖീകരിക്കുന്നത് സാധാരണ നമ്മൾ ഇന്ത്യയിൽ ഒരു ഒരു കൺട്രിയിൽ ഫയൽ ചെയ്ത് പേറ്റൻസ് വേറെ കൺട്രിയിലേക്ക് പോകുമ്പോഴും അത് അപ്ലിക്കബിൾ അല്ലേ അത് ചില കൺട്രിയിലല്ല അത് വേറെ കൺട്രിയിൽ വേറെ ആയിട്ടാണെന്നാണ് എന്റെ ഒരു അറിവ് എനിക്കത് അറിയില്ല തെറ്റായിരിക്കാം പക്ഷെ എനിക്ക് തോന്നുന്ന എന്താണെന്ന് വെച്ചാൽ അതൊരു വലിയൊരു പ്രശ്നമാണ് ബിക്കോസ് ഇങ്ങനത്തെ തന്നെ കുറെ ഡിബേറ്റ്സ് നടക്കുമ്പോ ലൈക് ആക്ച്വൽ ഡിബേറ്റ്സ് നടക്കുമ്പോഴേക്കും ഒരു വേവർ ബൈഡൻ തന്നെ പറഞ്ഞിട്ടൊരു വേവർ കൊടുത്തിട്ടുണ്ടായിരുന്നു ഈ ട്രിപ്സ് ട്രിപ്സ് അനുസരിച്ചിട്ട് ബാക്കിയുള്ളവരെ എടുക്കാൻ വേണ്ടിയിട്ട് ഒരു വേവർ കൊടുത്തിട
പക്ഷെ അതിന് എഗെൻസ്റ്റ് ആയിട്ട് മേജർ കമ്പനീസിന്റെ സിഇഒസ് വന്ന് അവര് പ്രസിനോട് പറഞ്ഞ ഇങ്ങനത്തെ ഒരു കാര്യമാണ് ഇവരുടെ കാര്യം ഓക്കെ ഫൈൻ ഇവർ ഉപയോഗിച്ചു അറ്റ് ദിസ് പോയിന്റ് ടൈം വാട്ട് ഗ്യാരണ്ടി ക്യാൻ ദ ഗവൺമെന്റ് ഓർ ദ ഗവൺമെന്റ്സ് ഓഫ് ദ വേൾഡ് ഗിഫ് ടു ദീസ് കമ്പനീസ് ദാറ്റ് ആഫ്റ്റർ ദിസ് പാൻഡമിക് ഓർ ആഫ്റ്റർ ദിസ് എമർജൻസി യൂസ് ദിസ് ഡ്രഗ് അല്ലെങ്കിൽ ദിസ് വാക്സിൻ വിൽ നോട്ട് ബി യൂസ് ബൈ അതേഴ്സ് വിൽ നോട്ട് ബി പേറ്റന്റഡ് ബൈ അതേഴ്സ് എന്നുള്ളൊരു ക്വസ്റ്റ്യൻ ആണ് അത് സത്യം പറഞ്ഞു കഴിഞ്ഞാൽ ആരും ഇഫക്ട് ചെയ്തിട്ടില്ല ഇത്രയും നോ ബി ഹാസ് ബീൻ ആൻസ് നോ ബി ഹാസ് ആൻസേഡ് ദിസ് അറ്റ് ദിസ് പോയിന്റ് ഓഫ് ടൈം അപ്പൊ അങ്ങനത്തെ ഒരു കോൺവെർസേഷൻ വരാതെ നമുക്ക് സത്യം പറഞ്ഞു കഴിഞ്ഞാൽ ഈ ഉപയോഗിക്കുന്നത് മോറലി റൈറ്റ് ആണോ തെറ്റാണോ എന്നുള്ളൊരു വേറെ ക്വസ്റ്റൻ വരും ബട്ട് അറ്റ് ദി എൻഡ് ഓഫ് ദി ഹ്യൂമൻ ലൈഫ് മാറ്റർ സോ ദാറ്റ്സ് വാട്ട് ഐ തിങ്ക് പേഴ്സണലി ഐ തിങ്ക് ഇറ്റ് ക്യാൻ ഓൾസോ ബി അബൌട്ട് സെക്യൂരിറ്റി ഇഷ്യൂ സേ ലൈക്ക് ഐ ഹാവ് എ സ്മോൾ വാക്സിൻ കമ്പനി and i want to manufacture say like pfizer at my place but what right or what requirements do i have in order to meet that demand as such and even like we can have fake vaccines being created in my laboratory and in what case do people believe in that as such even those things have to be considered in in the case of patent waivers as such which all companies will be given the license to manufacture them i think these all so must be answered by the companies and the countries as such right uh, it's it, it's uh, sorry jerem i couldn't get you there i lost you somewhere can you like just repeat your point i think uh, it's like um, say like i want to manufacture a certain vaccine so i all automatically have to take the license for that how far i'm capable enough to do that that's also a matter of concern as such right because um, people can manufacture fake vaccine they can distribute fake uh, substances true adu satyam ana it is true libin and jaram yes. you were saying other credibility issue ana but angante because vaccine is such an important alengil such an important part of today's world i guess it's something that you know people have to look into alengil athrem kodum aalkare maatre oru quote alengil government inu kodukkulu i guess uh, but uh, the issue again uh, turns back to whether ipo ipo jaram paranja pole oru indian indian wax uh, indian vaccine consumer uh, vaccine producer vannu ennu vedil vecho what happens is when he uh, has a vaccine in vaccine as such and pulliki porthulla vaccine ubeyikkanallathu oru permission kittikkanja polum pulli indian vaccine ichi twist and turn cheyidittu പുള്ളിക്ക് പുറത്തെടുത്ത വാക്സിൻ പോലെ ആക്കാം ക്യാൻ ബി മേഡ് ബെറ്റർ ദാൻ ദ വാക്സിൻ അറ്റ് ഹാൻഡ് ഓക്കെ സോ അത് വാട്ട് ഹാപ്പൻസ് അറ്റ് പോയിന്റ് പുറത്തുള്ള വാക്സിൻ അയാൾക്ക് കിട്ടുകയും ചെയ്തു ഇവിടുത്തെ ഒരു വാക്സിന്റെ ക്രിയേഷനും ഉണ്ട് സോ അങ്ങനത്തെ വരുമ്പോഴേക്കും പിന്നെയും ഒരു വിഷയം വരുമ്പോൾ വിത്ത് റിഗാർഡ് ടു ദ പ്രൊഡ്യൂസർ ആൻഡ് വിത്ത് റിഗാർഡ് ടു ദ ട്രിപ്സ് അഗ്രിമെന്റ് ആ സച്ച് അല്ലേ ബിക്കോസ് അറ്റ് ദി എൻഡ് ഓഫ് ദ ഡേ വാക്സിൻ പ്രൊഡ്യൂസ് ദ ബിഗ് ഫാർമ കമ്പനീസ് and they have the they have their own r and d and they, uh, they have their own r and d department so avan endayalum on the way of producing a vaccine ana and then they have such superior quality vaccines they have chances of using uh, the same mechanism or at least copying the same thing as such uh, that's what i personally feel so um, the question uh, you know um, you know looms over three different aspects as such with regard to trips and how effectively uh, the vaccine um, vaccine producing waivers or the patent waivers uh, affect politics or uh, the production of vaccines in different countries as such i think uh, uh, what uh, i believe is that 
you know uh, at the state of pandemic uh, we should uh, after the pandemic is over uh, we should restrict uh, you know what uh, uh, further uh, introduction of a new vaccine so uh, something like that uh, that would be a sort of a solution yeah okay so what i personally believe is that uh, right now in an ideal scenario what we should be doing is the companies should uh, let go of all the technologies and let uh, let everyone else uh, use the technologies for the benefit of humanity as a whole in an ideal scenario but that is not possible because in a real world they have to uh, again get the profit they have to feed their families i am talking about the com- companies like pfizer and moderna so uh, they have to get some sort of benefit uh, uh, because they were they were the ones who were working so hard in real time to produce mrna vaccines which were never used before in history so uh, in that aspect i definitely agree that some sort of a, a pat- uh, some sort of a, a patent or uh, or intellectual uh, competition should be given to them but at the same time we have to ensure that uh, uh, the technology behind the vaccine should be accessible to all in some way uh maybe like uh the ones who are uh, the manufacturers in the other countries maybe they should give a small uh, sum of compensation to pfizer or whatever i don't know how far practical it goes but uh, we have to ensure both things happen one is that pfizer gets the uh, intellectual compensation for what they are doing second is that uh, the vaccine gets distributed throughout the whole in uh, in less time because this is very critical because uh, we have to uh, uh, new strains are uh, developing uh, 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 really quickly and we have to uh, Uh, if we contain the pandemic as soon as possible we can also contain the spread of these new uh, new strains that is one thing second thing i don't think it is much of a worry that after the pandemic the same vaccine manufacturers will be producing the uh, covid-19 vaccine because uh, uh, i think by then what would happen is that there will be new strains and the uh, earliest strain of covid might uh, die out just like how the spanish flu virus died out uh so what is going to happen is that uh, uh, like i will tell the basic premise of mrna vaccine is that it is easily mo- uh, you can easily modify it like uh, the uh, earlier vaccines you could uh, uh, unlike the earlier vaccine the mrna vaccines could be easily modified so whenever a new variant comes up you can just modify the uh, rna and rna code and uh, inject it on the uh, whoever is uh, going to be uh, going to take the vaccination so uh, that is the mrna vaccine i am sure that pfizer and biontech uh, they would uh, 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 they would again be the forerunners in uh, creating this new dna code uh, uh, like the other uh, local manufacturers in uh, all over the world in fact if we see historically i think uh, back in 2019 or 18 uh, the person working in biontech german company that is the partner of pfizer uh, actually he was from uh, i think he was a ref- i don't know if he was a refugee or an immigrant but he was a turkish man living in uh, europe and he had a greek wife so uh, this couple was the uh, this couple was responsible for uh, working hard on the mrna vaccines and they predicted that mrna vaccine is the future coincidentally in 2020 we had this pandemic so uh, definitely they have the brains and all the funding necessary to uh, again uh, keep improvising and having an edge over all the other companies so what i feel is that there should be a middle ground because already pfizer is going to have an edge uh, pfizer also deserves an intellectual compensation but at the same time the formula should be uh, distributed across the world in such a way that pfizer also gets benefited so that uh, everyone can get the vaccine as soon as possible i think uh, arriving at a solution as such will be a hard on a complex topic like this i think from my point of view what solution will be the person who is taking the vaccine should be able to choose the vaccine which they personally want 
say like i must be able to get access to pfizer moderna johnson johnson or any vaccine on earth for myself i think uh, that's what government should focus on especially making it easy for foreign vaccines to enter our country and our vaccines to enter other countries i think that's what is the most practical situation i don't know why the government as such is creating lot of hindrances for other companies even sputnik which was earlier given approval even now there has been lot of hurdles for the sputnik vaccine as such it hasn't been able to manufacture in india i think that's really an important question we must answer and also why certain countries are not approving vaccines from certain countries like the us hasn't approved any chinese vaccine or the china hasn't approved any us vaccine the eu hasn't approved the russian and the chinese vaccine so these are also important matters of concern which we should address otherwise it will be like the west versus east issue where certain vaccines are available in certain countries only and rest of them you should stay out and you are not allowed to enter yeah uh, regarding uh, i think that was an argument given in january itself like uh, some people are saying that we need a free market for vaccines in india especially because in indian culture we have we have a culture of gifting things to our relatives to show our uh, status so maybe people might uh, buy foreign vaccines for their relatives if there is a free market in india that will happen faster vaccination of people so that uh, debate was there earlier and uh, it's actually an interesting point of view uh, like free uh, freedom to choose the vaccines um Uh, but at this uh, uh, that is one thing uh, regarding jairam's point another thing is that uh, uh, regarding the foreign vaccines being approved in india uh, the main here problem here is the indemnity clause that is uh, whether the government should be responsible for any uh, side effects caused due to the vaccine so most of the countries have approved that for pfizer and moderna but in india the uh, serum institute has not got any indemnity and they are manufacturing the vaccine so actually this issue should have been sorted out way back in december 2020 or before that uh, because uh, at that pfizer was the first company to apply for uh, emergency use in india and only after that they gave emergency use approval to uh, uh, serum institute so actually my personal opinion is that government should have uh, focused on that at that point of time but uh, uh, for some reason they didn't believe it was too urgent uh so uh, that is why we are going back and forth uh, regarding sputnik vaccine i think they have some contract with uh, dr reddy's uh, uh, dr reddy laboratories uh, company so that's why they are not uh, there are some uh, hurdles going on over there uh, regarding the contract some few million vaccines should first be distributed by dr reddy's then only they can go and distribute with other companies i uh, some contract is there uh and yeah vaccine nationalism is there we will not take chinese vaccines chinese will not take our vaccines that is always going to happen across the country so there is a sort of competition going on right now you want to first i think uh, it was india who raised the issue of vaccine nationalism as such like we we have developed two vaccines indigenously sorry one vaccine indigenously and one that's already manufactured here and we'll be using that only i think to india at first itself acclaimed the title as such then it was followed by the us which will not give any vaccine to other countries later same with china same with russia and lot of countries you continuing that policy as such so uh, yeah agreeing to your point jaram you know um, uh, 
vaccines in india were using uh, were just being used as uh, uh, ports that china was using for a belt and road initiative uh, coming back to the point of vaccine diplomacy right then and there uh, india although was calling for the um, you know vaccine na- nationalism or whatever you call it at the end of the day uh, the the amount of vaccines that vac- uh, that india was offering to the rest of the country was so humongous that it did not even suffice its own population by even one 100 uh, of the number so uh, looking into that i see it's more of like a political gain uh, right when um, um, and india started doing this uh, before most of the countries even china started only after india started offering it to the rest of the world so this is something that um, Uh, i mean and just adding to your point jaram um, you can continue after this but uh, just adding to this uh, whatever you said um, vaccine diplomacy was some uh, one of the major uh, issues why india is at this stage right now or as this uh, very very behind it whatever uh, vaccination they are at over to you i think vaccine diplomacy is needed two things one because the country will not be selfish second uh, that other countries will get an opportunity to get a lot of free vaccines and vaccines from other country say like uh, the amount of vaccine diplomacy india china russia combinedly has done i don't think any other country even any western country will be able to match in near future um, vaccine diplomacy is needed but how there should be a right balance between how much we are going to give outside as well as how much we are going to inoculate our own population there should be a right balance i think you know, india lost that balance at first i think china has been able to balance both as such and that's why they have succeeded in putting out lot of vaccines and vaccinating their own population so i also have some other point regarding the vaccine diplomacy as such so before that i think we have new member that is radhi um, you can tell your opinion regarding the topic as such yeah actually i am hearing you all your opinion and according to me the vaccine is not really it's in now also available as a paid only i do not why what happened to the free is not available no? and i always think about that if vaccination by now getting paid always by not uh, just not coming at a free even though they are telling that it is coming coming but it is not getting free and i i get vaccinated first dose but unfortunately it was very uh, paid i always uh, think that even when we get told that so many vaccines are there after that Uh, one week they tell it is not there actually i think always for the political games or political uh, problem is happening in area of fashion and you get that and that uh, thing so yeah that's the my uh, point say regarding to this topic and thank you to inviting me yeah sure so i think one advantage which i think entire politics of covid 19 vaccines have given us is that lot of developing va- uh, countries are getting vaccines just because lot of other countries want to do- dominate these countries as it say like if china wants to donate few vaccines to some other countries in the southeast asia that means china wants political dom- 
dominance in that region at the same time we can see these countries getting access to them so i think that's an advantage that uh, politics of covid 19 vaccines especially the vaccine diplomacy as such has created i want to know your views regarding that as such I mean, just before we go into that point, Jaram, I just want to, you know, point out something that I basically feel about um, what Radhi pointed out with regard to why, um, you know, there is no free vaccine as such. I mean, at the end of the day, it's a good policy uh, to, you know, seek achieve maximum um, coverage um, if you want to give the vaccines for free. But then the question is, uh, how quickly and cost effective is that is a question. Uh, at the end of the day, um, the capacity of the government uh, or uh, capacity of both monetarily and institutionally uh, is at question with regard to uh, free vaccination. And even though, uh, even, even in a country like India, where such a vaccination, pro- uh, no, free vaccination process is seen as something that should be done, uh, um, the you know the ins- institutional instability or the economic uh, deprived that uh, you know uh, how economically deprived India has uh, been in the fast uh, past one or two years in uh, this COVID vaccine uh, hitting us uh, kindly uh, you know uh, justifies uh, the fact that the um, still fact that India is charging for the vaccines uh, too would like to point out um, over to you. Jay. I agree that vaccines need not be free, but I think um, the rate is too much, especially for a country like India, who's have like the income income level is quite low as such. So just one spending one thousand five hundred for one or two doses may not be viable for many families as such. I'm not talking about the rich or the middle class, but uh, we can see certain countries like the US and. Uh, some Western nations they do provide free vaccines as such, in addition to the paid schemes, and also even as a tourist when we go to the US or other countries, we will get free vaccine shot. And some countries are using that as a means of increasing tourism right now. So it's not that the government can't do it; government doesn't have the willpower to do that. And also, uh, the government can also look into. A no loss, no profit. That scenario where the companies need not gain big, big profits, just like what's happening right now. Instead, their major expenses, their all their logistical support or anything like that can be externally provided, or those expenses can be recovered from the consumer as such. But at the same time, the amount will be viable to all. I think that can be thought of. Uh, true, it can be thought of, but another thing which I would like to add to was regard to um, how, you know the different price price points of different vaccines in India as such. Um, even though um, the, the government looks into um, vaccinating every everybody with Covishield and um, uh, Covishield and Covax. And the fact that there has been other vaccines which are available throughout India, there is a different price point for a different category of vaccine buyers. And uh, what happens is, at this point of time, it, uh, it creates some kind of confusion to everybody. And uh, 
at the end of the day uh, the whole point of where the vaccine comes into uh, where the vaccine comes forward to the deli- the delivery uh, the the quantity the payment plans and lot of things that uh, this whole log- this logistical nightmare that vaccination has turned into uh, i think um, a lot of it uh, a lot of it points to the price that the indian government or the um, the price that we as individuals have to pay uh, but again uh, this also um, uh, and the uh, question arises from the other side of the vaccination uh, as in from not from a consumer point of view but from a producer point of view is uh, the person who's involved in logistics uh, getting enough money for whatever he's doing is he getting enough subsidy uh, from the gov- uh, government for transporting vaccines is uh, the pr- uh, producer getting uh, enough um, you know uh, pay for his vaccines and things like this arise uh, at this point of time i i, I mean i open the floor uh, for discussion with regard to that uh actually uh, i want to discuss both the points the points raised by ashwin and the points point uh, raised by jayram the point raised by ashwin regarding free or paid vaccine i just have only one question to ask uh, everyone in general uh like uh, uh, especially in the city where i live in i don't know about the rest of india how come apollo has more vaccine more covishield doses than the government that is the one question which i uh, which i always wanted to ask how come they manage to secure more doses than the government is my one and only question here Uh, other than that i agree with all the points uh, raised by ashwin and jayram uh, but uh, jayram raised one more thing point also regarding vaccine diplomacy uh, i want to talk about that also how it is an advantage for countries providing the vaccine uh, like right now the latin american countries uh, they are they are actually very poor and uh, they don't have much uh, healthcare uh, compared to us which is nearby so uh, us has been on a more protectionist act- attitude they want their own uh, citizens to get vaccinated first and so they are not giving giving out much vaccines outside so what this so this has led to the situation where china is providing vaccines to the latin american countries and now they uh, apparently i read that uh, i think it's a scroll dot in article they said that latin american countries are feeling uh, feeling uh, feeling gratitude to china so it's like they are opening up new china is opening up new avenues across the whole world uh i think this should be a point of worry for us in india because uh, we know how aggressive they can get and if they get a lot of support all over and if we get politically and diplomat- uh, diplomatically isolated we are we are going to be uh, we are going to suffer a lot so um, i guess every aspect like uh, starting from vaccinating to our citizens to vaccine to getting na- to ensuring na- that just vaccine. rejecting you at that point i guess it's yeah. just china being the whole i mean the whole point about china is the belt and road initiative where it, it uh, basically induces all these countries into the death, uh, into the death trap so then yeah. uh, now uh, so then uh, previously we've seen uh, china you know just using the belt and road initiative to you know uh, force the strong or the um, uh, strong power or diplomatic power over the uh, rest of the countries while now they are using the soft power that uh, through the vaccines to this i guess it's just that that I, this is just my personal opinion not of uh, journal of knowledge uh, but this is just my personal opinion that uh, um, i mean at the end of the day it's just china enforcing their um you know uh, enforcing some kind of um, some kind of uh, power or some kind of uh, you know something they uh, some kind of trap to these countries at the end of the day because uh, they are providing so much of um, vaccines uh, i think nafi you, uh, you know that they providing so much of vaccines at such a low cost that uh, people are really questioning what china is trying to do with the world yeah 
Yeah, definitely. That's what that. That's what I said. It's a point of worry that they are doing all this. They are making the feel, countries feel gratitude to them. Like how you said earlier. Uh, I don't know if it's it was if it was Ashwin or Jairam who said earlier. China is giving vaccines to Southeast Asia, but I. I uh, so one country in that region is Indonesia. Uh, what China is doing is that they are fishing in the waters of Indonesia. So it's actually very worrying. That's why I said for India also. For us also, it's actually a very worrying point. They are showing their hard power and soft power all over the world. And uh, so we have to take note of that fact and we have to somehow be able to compete with them. We have to some, uh, so that is what I wanted to convey because uh, these people are not the nicest <laughs> people ever actually. True, 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 true. I, 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 uh, true. Yeah, at, go at, on, the, go on. At, at the end of the day, uh, South China, uh, South China uh, see, will see more uh, islands coming up, I guess. Hey, yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, South China near uh, Philippines and Taiwan is going to be, it's going to be a very conflicting zone. I think that's why, I think one of the objectives of the Quad initiative was uh, regarding that area also. It's actually scary. <laughs> Over to you, Jaram. I think I'll put a middle plank here. Let's like um, even the debt trap issue. I think it's moreover hyped a lot. Even though only one of you, like just few of that cases, have cropped up across the globe as such. But we must uh, think deeply about one particular topic. That is, what is something that the US or the West has never been able to do is what China is doing. If the US has been able to establish hundreds of military bases across the globe which like the military bases which doesn't provide any use to any of the countries across the globe or any of the local population as such china has been able to build infrastructure for these countries so there is no way or there is something that these countries have to or pay gratitude to china as such for doing that and also i think um, I won't say that China is, is the best or the uh, is saint or anything like that. I think all countries do this mainly for creating dominance and also to get a goodwill picture as such. Even in even India is doing vaccine diplomacy to that goodwill or becoming the goodwill ambassador of the world. US is doing the same thing. So I don't think like just saying that China is doing this doesn't make others donating vaccines correct or slash uh, having the best thing to do while uh, China doing that is bad. So I think that point also remains as such. Uh, Jam, uh, you, I just like to make myself clear. Uh, I mean, I uh, I guess Nafi is pointed at that direction. He's just trying to point out that uh, there is something fishy in what China is trying to do with the low cost of vaccines. And, uh, and there are a lot of... Uh, and uh, China is pointing, if you look into the... Uh, countries which China has been donating to, there is some kind of uh, a motive that uh, we as normal individuals can even see. Is what uh, I just pointed out to. It may not may be true, may not be true. But at the end of the day, when you seek targeted actions and targeted um, uh, ta uh, targeted movements, it's something that we te uh, we tend to look into, and it's uh, often uh, look. Uh, look past because of the whole emergency situation at this point of time. Uh, um, I, I, am I talking to, to, for you too, Nafi? Or am I putting words into your... No, no. Uh, actually, I want to put... Uh, okay, sorry. Yeah, uh, adding some, adding to Ashwin's point only. What a uh, few months back, uh, Taiwan, uh, some uh, leaders of Taiwan had a press conference saying that they are uh, having 
so far historically they have been having some uh, trade relations with uh, paraguay uh, south american country i hope that's how it's pronounced so uh, uh, so according to the press conference by taiwan they said that china promised vaccines to paraguay but on the condition that they cut off uh, cut off economic ties to taiwan and uh, instead have uh, trade ties with china that is what taiwan claimed in the conference i don't have the proof or whatever and then few days later what happened was, what happened was that paraguay was given uh, covaxin indian made covaxin to uh, uh, sorry was give, gifted uh, covaxin was gifted by india to paraguay few days later and uh, ultimately got approved in that country and then taiwan gave a press conference saying that uh, because uh, because of these uh, issues with china taiwan based it with india and india stepped forward to help uh, 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 taiwan uh, Uh, to help the ties between taiwan and paraguay by providing covaxin to uh, paraguay so uh, uh, if what I, uh, indian government actually denied that they said that they it was part of their vaccine maitri or uh, that initiative as earlier uh, in earlier part of 2021 uh, uh, so if whatever taiwan says is true then whatever ashwin says should also be true actually <laughs> i think uh, we all can infer just because we don't have the proof of uh, what uh, we don't have exact proof of what taiwan said but at the same time somehow personally i find it believable what they say but we don't have the written proof that such uh, dealings happened between china and paraguay uh, yes true enough i, I mean what we are trying to say we just i mean at the end of the day we are just trying to point out that this can be targeted uh, actions uh, of uh, the um, prc is what uh, we would like to say rather than making taking comments uh, on public uh, media but uh, at the end of the day Uh, this is what we can infer as normal individuals, as students, uh, uh, and uh, of uh, you know um, uh, citizens of the world. Is what I would like to put forward uh, as a conclusion to what we have said. Over to you, Jaram. No, no. I just what I said is like if China is doing with a certain motive, the same motive is used by all other countries. So it's not just that China is doing with the same motive. All countries are doing with the same motive. It's just that China has the ability or the resources to do that. India may not have the resources to do that, but at the same time, India is also doing the same thing that China has been doing. It's true that India hasn't been able to do that on a given scale as such. That's what I particularly meant, and um, that's that's exactly what I said. And also regarding the US and the EU, especially they haven't come forward in donating or uh, being involved in any kind of uh, vaccine diplomacy as such. Or I particularly don't have any idea of that. it may be of two particular reason one may be that uh, these are democratic countries so these have to are answerable to the population at large so they might ask a question to the government saying that like you guys donated lot of vaccine to outside countries when our population is suffering at home so that's also a reason why the us the uh, eu israel like they uh, vaccinated their local population first instead of donating outside and also uh, the second reason might be due to their priorities in vaccinating those countries which are aligned towards their foreign policy as such especially the west has been helping the west east has been helping the east we we can never see us or the west helping the east so automatically the eastern countries will have to continue helping eastern countries especially uh, us which doesn't have any uh, help or any hand in the south of american continent as such us will never help african country because that gives zero uh, help to the us foreign policy as such 
and of course uh, china has the resource as well as china has the ability to do that so china will automatically step in india will automatically step in russia will automatically step in i don't think there is any problem in doing that but it's a lesson for the us and the eu which has been ignoring uh, these countries for years they just built military bases they have been ignoring their basic infrastructure needs their needs for the local population us has only been giving military aid to different different countries across the globe now it's time for them also to rethink their agenda and to compete with china i'm not asking china to stop doing this or us to not do this but both of them should be given the freedom to pursue this but at the same time just understand why china is doing it and also that it has been beneficial to many countries and we need to think a way in which different countries can help each other at least in the name of uh, dominance as such i think that will be the way forward true uh, as in um, i lost you in a bit but then i get a gist of what you were intending to play but moreover uh, with regard to uh, gifting um, vaccines or uh, as to uh, playing the dominance or like anafi put anafi put it the uh, soft power and hard power that um, hard power that um, um, countries show I, i guess it's better that uh, we look into the more optimistic side where we see this as just peace offerings or uh, help from uh, friends of nations or states uh, helping each other for a better tomorrow and uh, for a uh, you know for the decrease of the covid uh, covid pandemic as such and i guess uh, with that uh, you know we can uh, you know we can move forward uh, we fo- move forward as such okay so i think it has been some time since we have started so we can go into the conclusive remarks from each speaker and i'll speak at last so ashwin did you make your conclusive remark or you are about yeah, to say I, I or you want I, to I, go uh, before did, the did. second okay so, i did, uh, I did me, okay but... so nafi libin ansif uh, you can say your conclusive remark before we end this session yeah i would like to conclude by saying that right now whatever discussion we have on geopolitics or covid or whatever china is ultimately going to crop up in the uh, equation uh, or the discussion last time also we have, uh, the conversation ultimately had to shift to china so what they are doing is something which we have to keep watching because uh, they are a growing power and uh, uh, we should uh, we should be very cautious at the same time we should also learn wh- what they are doing so that we, we as indians can also apply that in our future uh also we should see what mistakes they make because we shouldn't make those mistakes also but at the uh, main thing is that we should be very cautious these people are not uh, these people i don't uh, know how trustworthy they are as neighbors because right from uh, 1962 war when uh, nehru actually thought uh, china would be helpful but uh, they, they instead waged war on us from that, from then to now it's always been uh, turbulent the situation so i guess we have to uh, watch what china is doing secondly regarding the politics of vaccines everyone has made a mistake here by uh, 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 like uh, the uh, poor countries are uh, always getting neglected now africa is getting neglected uh, latin america i hope uh, they are getting benefited right now because of com- uh, vaccine diplomacy competition uh, i think uh, private companies should also ensure that uh, poor people get access to vaccines at least as part of their uh, uh, uh uh social responsibility the corporate should uh, should step in 
uh, and uh, regarding um, uh, uh, com coming close to home, uh, speaking of politics, I hope that uh, uh, just because the state is not ruled by BJP or just because the uh, center is ruled by BJP, there should not be any friction between center versus state on vaccines. I just hope that so that uh, uh, at the end it is our country as a whole and uh, we should all benefit, uh, we should all stand together and benefit out of it. Totally agree with you, Okay, just make your conclusive remark, Ibn. So, you haven't spoken for a long time. Yeah. Uh, I gathered a lot of information in this session. Uh, and uh, regarding the uh, diplomacy, uh, what I feel is that to make this pandemic go away uh, I still think that herd immunity is, uh, is a better solution and uh, about the rest uh, I think I shall keep quiet at the moment uh, rather do some research and speak more to point out that the different points that we've uh, started off with you know just um, summarizing the whole discussion where we started off from the discrepancy in um, vaccination between um, uh, third world countries and um, uh, um, sorry, uh, um, you know, privileged and underprivileged countries as such. Then moving uh, moving on to uh, the inequality that exists in different countries as such, and uh, um, then moving on to the different. Uh, different aspects of how uh, the politics of COVID-19 has um, affected um, poor outcomes in uh, different countries in the world, even one major one like the US and another one like Nepal. Um, and then we moved out into uh, discussing herd immunity and the, rec the equal recognition of vaccines and um, um, equal definition of vaccines, uh, talked about the vaccine passport, its advantages, and uh, we did discuss a bit more on that. Uh, and uh, we looked into why people were uh, hesitant uh, in taking vaccines. We discussed on different um, reasons, uh, and um, Jeram did put forth the different reasons why the uh, right and the left in different countries put forth that. And uh, we talked about the different anti-vaxxers and then uh, protecting the community uh, and protecting the community as such. And then we looked into the um, different efforts that companies, uh, corporates are putting in to, for production of vaccines and um, uh, looked more into COVAX and, and uh, COVAX program as such. And at the end, uh, the topic moved into uh, freedom to choose vaccine and we did uh, come up about the trips uh, and the indemnity cost uh, that um, was put forth for NAFI. And I guess uh, with all of that, we did have a very fruitful discussion, uh, although ending in China again and again. But uh, we did have a fruitful conversation. Thank you to everybody who um, came forth and gave their opinions. Uh, and yeah, thank you to everyone. And I guess uh, let's hope that this uh, this uh, pandemic comes to an end fast and we all get vaccinated at the end. I like, uh, hope you guys have listened to our last episode, like the last discussion via the podcast episode. So we have tried to compile all the whatever you have said, exact 
clip as such although we missed out certain portion and i also had to edit some portion as such but i think uh, it was useful to a lot of people and you can refer the clip as such i think it's good if we can record a discussion and i've tried to record this discussion i'll see if this can also be a future episode but i don't know when i'll be able to make, convert this into an episode as such so like just before uh, concluding the discussion as i think thank you all of you so taking out lot of time and also coming here at a short notice as such always we must remember like whenever it comes to a situation affecting humanity i think first and primary objective of ours should be to help each other and that should be the primary focus and that is how vaccine diplomacy plays out right now we must help each other but we must also help ourselves help our country get out of the situation at the same time our country should help other countries and other countries should help our country i think that should be the fundamental foundation by which politics should play out rather than being us versus them and always understand that all vaccines right now work and we must not discriminate between different vaccine and even the country should make sure that all hindrances to foreign vaccines vaccine coming from different continent different countries should be allowed to crop up in their own country they should be manufactured in their soil and sold out to citizens they must be able to choose the vaccine which they want and that would be a point where we successfully attain a free market concept just like nafi said as well as adding to all the points which we have mentioned i have added a summary like article as such regarding this few months back you can check it out i pretty much discussed lot of uh, pretty much discussed everything which you guys have told me and what i have told you except some issues regarding the delta variant i think that time delta variant wasn't existing that's why i didn't add that there but almost all other points are there in the article so you can refer it for future needs as well as you can look deeper into these topics i have also added a lot of citations there you can go to these websites and check out more regarding that and also as usual keep following us following the articles and give appropriate feedback so that we can cater to you what you guys need and also at the end thank you so much for coming and also you four of you for sticking till the end but you guys did remarkable job sticking on till the end and continuing to give your inputs and also ashin for moderating the discussion and he has been there even before i joined the room as such and hats off to him for moderating the session and he has been the moderator for the past three sessions as such so thank you to him and thank you all thank you all for sticking on till the end and listening to this podcast i hope you have loved it really well and also found it informative for more such discussions and to directly participate in them please do join our clubhouse as well as feel free to follow us on all podcast streaming platforms and also on social media to stay updated we have also started a news capsule 
which is aimed at providing simple news for everyone who likes to read them thank you all once again Thank you.